0: The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio.
1: What's going on, everybody? We are back. JB, first time being back together face-to-face since the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. So... We got a lot to talk about. Me, couple me, me, yeah, yeah, a couple things we want to get through today. Yeah, yeah, a couple But uh, let, I'm, let me start with this. Uh, I'm going to start with this. Start, all right. No, did, did you no, know no, where no, I want to no, start with. No, I, no, I, no, no, I want to start with this. Okay. You were right. <laughs> and I was wrong. I brought it up for a reason. Okay. I brought it up for a reason I, I, yeah. I, If I'm going to shout myself out, out, out As much as I do when I'm right uh, I'll admit when I'm wrong Okay. I, I'd like to be you know, mm-hmm. A balanced fair objective I'll call myself out <laughs> on being wrong too We could end this show right now I'd be a happy man <laughs> if I, You know, mm-hmm. this, is, this is why I like to be right a lot Because I'm going to call myself out for being wrong too Alright So uh, It is what it is it, but, it, it, And watching that game It was interesting 'Cause for three, three and a half quarters, it looked like I was right, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this is exactly yeah. what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan. Like mm-hmm. you know you say Brown's go to Brown. Uh, Kyle going to Kyle. Kyle going to Kyle. Yeah. Because I mean, he has a team like you won a playoff game where your quarterback threw twelve passes the entire game. Mm-hmm. You've, you've been known to force-feed the run on people mm-hmm. that are trying to stop you from running before. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't have a team to, that's built to do that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it seemed like he didn't want to run anymore against Kansas City, who, while their defense was improved, they weren't world beaters. Yeah. And he first down pass, second down pass. Mm-hmm. Like, now you have to pass on third. This is what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Three and outs. And then give the ball right back. Possess the ball. Run the ball. Drain the clock. You get one. You you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, they might not have time to put up, what, 21 unanswered, 28 unanswered, something like that. Yeah. It, it was frustrating. And imagine. And how, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. I, I was happy to see Andy Reid get one. Yeah. Definitely. I'm happy for Andy Reid. I'm not. I don't have hard feelings towards Andy. No. Reed. When he left Philadelphia, we you know we're Eagles fans. Yeah, I did feel like it was time for him to go. Just simply time was, for a new yeah. voice. I, I'm with you not, on that. But that wasn't because I thought Andy Reid was a bad guy or a bad yeah. coach. I thought oh. he was a very good coach. You it can't was,
2: have results like he had in Philly. No, he didn't win the big one. But for the most part, his tenure. Mm -hmm. produce winning seasons, seasons where you won more than you lost, seasons where you were in the conversation at
1: the end of the year. Other than Doug Peterson, Mm -hmm. like prior to Doug Peterson arriving, who is a result of having Andy Reid, Andy Reid had the most successful tenure in Eagles history as Mm -hmm. a head coach. No arguing that. Mm -hmm. He, He knew offense. He knew how to develop quarterbacks. Didn't necessarily pay as much attention to the receiver position as we would have liked. And then, of course, there's not to say he was the perfect coach, but he was a good coach. So he had his flaws. I was happy for him that he won. I had no horse in the race. Yeah. But I never understood X's and O's. I still think the 49ers should have won that game. No, understood.
2: Understood. I guess for me, and, and maybe it started to come out more in the second half. Maybe more and more in the second half that it was like, as time came on and as time went on, and you needed Garoppolo to now make plays to get you back in the, in in the game. He started to perform the way
1: I thought he would have performed the whole game. But and, and, and he, he was—you're absolutely right. But what I'm saying is, he shouldn't have been in that position. No. Because Agreed. up twenty to ten mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter with the ball, why are you putting the ball in his hands and to and throw same, on no. first and second down mm-hmm. plays? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's I, I, what, I agree. That's when any coach worth his salt knows you run the ball, keep the clock moving, and you have. it's not like throw and you throw when you when, when necessary. Yeah. You don't stop like throwing. A, yeah, but it's
2: just, not like they had a suspect running game. It,
1: that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, they had like, a, yeah. they won a playoff game with only. Twelve passes, mm-hmm. in the, a pass, not completions, attempts. Mm-hmm. The entire game, mm-hmm. they were built to run, and no. and this is why I picked them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And for three and a half quarters, you saw it. They were able, they were doing it, mm-hmm. and then they stopped. That's what okay. I mean, Jimmy. G, when you're like, you're right, Jimmy G. When they gave it to him in the, down the stretch and like make a play for us, he didn't get it done. You're right, mm-hmm. not arguing that. What I'm saying is it should have never come to no, that.
2: No, I, no, we on the same page. We on like because I it, it was like okay, I had made my point, you know, beforehand. Like I, like I thought that Jimmy G would get caught up in the moment, mm-hmm. and at, at the Super Bowl would be his moment. And honestly, for three quarters, just like you said, I was getting proved wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I you thought know, he, he, he could play fine. well enough to put yeah. that team in a position to win, and he did. Yeah. Coach put him in a position to lose.
2: Hey, thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. that. Got me out here feeling good about my <laughs> prediction. Like, I know what I'm talking like, about.
1: I forgot the X factor. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the same guy who was up 28-3 a couple years ago yeah, yeah, and didn't true. run the ball. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, no, now right. it's officially a patter. Mm-hmm. He gets a lead in the Super Bowl in the third quarter, nice big lead, and, stop, and doesn't run the ball. Mm-hmm. I can't trust Kyle Shanahan in a big game anymore because it's almost like he's trying to mm-hmm. – outsmart everyone and ends up outsmarting himself
2: himself,
1: like oh they have to know the run is coming now let's throw this pass there's a reason they know the run is coming because everyone knows you're supposed to run
2: but it's there are those times where you have a game plan that's so strong it's like you don't need like there are times when the element of surprise Mm -hmm. is overrated
1: it, absolutely. you
2: know There There are times when the element of surprise is overrated. Everyone knew that the 49ers were going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Run the ball anyway.
1: Exactly. You're a run. physical smash mouth team. Mm-hmm. You're one of the few teams in the league with a f- true fullback, and he's mm-hmm. actually really good. Yeah let him go out there and hit people.
2: Question, do you think that's going to become a trend? Do you see what, do you see what's happening with the 40, 49ers becoming a trend and people starting to incorporate that fullback again in their offense? Is this could this be the return of the fullback?
1: I think if they had truly optimized him in the Super Bowl and shown that that style was capable of producing a championship, you'd see more of it. But because they eventually succumbed to the quick strike, throw it all around the field, mm-hmm. passing game. and Mahomes, when it was winning time, he showed up. Mm-hmm. Now, to the co- to the point conversation we had prior to the Super Bowl, my whole convers my 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 position was, what had Mahomes done? Not that he I didn't think he was more talented, mm-hmm. but. What had he done to get, to earn your trust more than Jimmy G did? Because I felt it was fairly even as far as what they'd actually done.
2: Okay.
1: So, now, yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, M- conversation's changed. Conversation
1: huh? has changed. Mm-hmm. He's done what he's needed. Mm-hmm. Now, when it was winning time down in the big game, Mahomes mm-hmm. says, all right. I got this. I got it. Mm-hmm. And he raised his level because he wasn't having a very good game no, against that no, against no, that 49ers no. defense. I, I, that 49ers defense was doing exactly what I thought they would what, do. What?
2: How we started this conversation, you know, I talked about doubting Jimmy G mm-hmm. and having my faith in, in, in Patrick Mahomes. You said it was even. For three quarters. It was about it even. Was, it was about even if not. Trending towards Jimmy G. coming in and say, hey, in the big game, Jimmy G came out and did what he was supposed to do. He wasn't necessarily lighting it up, but he got he he didn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. He built a 20 to 10. uh, what, tw- No, 20, 20 to 30, 10. 20 to 10 lead. Mm-hmm.
1: They and, were up 20 to 10 with six and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Then Mahomes makes, well, about seven minutes left. Then Mahomes makes the big play down the left side to a wide open Tariq Hill. Mm-hmm. Gets a, what, a nice chunk. 40, 50-yard play, flips the field, and the offense starts to go from there.
2: But in between between
1: there, San Francisco had, I believe, three possessions where they did nothing. Not a single point. Three and out. I believe three and out twice, and the other one they got one first down. Mm -hmm. And they're throwing the ball most of that, which is why you're sitting here talking about Jimmy G didn't get it done and I'm saying it should have never came to that. No, should they should have been running the ball. That's on Shanahan to me.
2: So on this, so at this point now, as it's early, we're now two weeks into the off season. Mm-hmm. Two weeks into the off season, approaching week number two of XFL season,
0: and we'll get into that. <laughs> in a we'll
2: get into that in a second. But just off your early speculations, mm-hmm. which team look like they'd be the team that's going to be back?
1: The Chiefs, I mean, I don't see any reason why – well, I shouldn't say I, I don't see any reason. I see one reason why they might not be back in the Super Bowl next year. Okay, and what's that? Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun rivalry for the next several years. Mm-hmm. Those two young quarterbacks and then Nixon into Deshaun Watson in the AFC. And you've got you've got some good young quarterbacks coming up. And then we'll see what happens with this draft, who goes where. With mm-hmm. Cincinnati with the number one pick, yep. if Joe Burrow ends up being what we believe he's going to be, it's going to be some good young quarterback play in the AFC. There's going to be a lot of active cigar shops going on <laughs> in C- in Cincinnati.
2: am H Upman or Romeo and Julietta or or, mm-hmm. or I'm I'm signing a deal with him. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm doing.
1: Well, why not? It's a good business. It is, it is. But but yeah, so. It's going to be fun to watch what happens, but as far as next year, mm-hmm. just early 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 way too early predictions. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say the Ravens are the one thing that could stop the Kansas City from going back to the Super Bowl next year. Beyond that, they're in perfect position with they have a lot of youth on that team. I mean, the, some veterans mixed in, but, of course, there's always going to be turnover on an NFL roster as well. Mm-hmm. If you're not turning it over some every year, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. No,
2: you're right. So. All right, over in the NFC. You think 49ers can get back?
1: I think they're capable, but it's all I, – I don't know what it is, but you lose the Super Bowl, and it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm very few teams lose the super bowl and come right back the next year um new england buffalo back with the no, way way back way, ba- the, way back buffalo yeah but they when the they, Jim they were kelly years. yeah
2: they they were pushing it so hard once once they finally stopped getting to the super bowl they was done done though
1: D- done mm-hmm. but, but honestly that happens a lot of times the team loses the super bowl they they miss the playoffs the next year mm-hmm. you you missed your moment it so, <laughs> NFC, because you still got Russell Wilson in Seattle, see what they do there. They'll be a playoff team most likely. Oh, yeah. But with the amount of money he makes, it's hard to build a, cha- a true championship contender. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Green Bay. Yeah.
2: I like, you know, getting Metcalf in the draft was, was one thing. Mm-hmm. Still, I, 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 they have a solid running Running game, but I'm. They
1: need you know, to do something yeah, about that. Yeah, Give, yeah, get back to yeah, get, giving providing some balance and some, yeah, It's
2: it's not like, but it's not like what they had, you know, all those years, you know, when going they had back beast again,
1: mode, and beast
2: mode, and even before that with, with that, uh Sean Alexander, Alexander mm-hmm. you know, that,
1: that like that, that's what they That needed. physical power run. Yeah,
2: that's what they need. Mm-hmm. That's in the, you know, with a the good defense.
1: counter to what Russell Wilson's able to do mm-hmm. is having that. Horse that monster hammer that can go right up the middle? Because I just felt like, like – And that, he can hand it off, and I know he can get me five, five yards every time. Those Seattle teams
2: used to beat you up on both sides of the ball. And, that, like, where – no matter where you were in an opposing locker room, whether you were on the offensive side or the defensive side, you were beat up.
1: At halftime, right? you were sore. By the end exactly. of the fourth quarter, you and, were hurt.
2: And, and that's what they need to get back to is, like, I like what Russell Wilson does, but I feel like, you know, when you have that pounding – when you have that pounding running game, mm-hmm. it makes you susceptible. I can never get that. It leaves you wide open for uh,
1: you yeah, know, Absolutely. Get, You're susceptible.
2: Yeah. You, you, you said it, not me. I,
1: here's I, the thing. Like, either you have to invest a fairly high draft pick in that first, second round type pick in those guys, or you say like a Derrick Henry who's an unrestricted free agent this year do you want to spend that much money on a running back when you're already spending that much money on a quarterback?
2: That's why I feel so like. Free, to, so the free agent
1: him route, him. you can do the free agent route when your quarterback's on his rookie deal. Once he, your quarterback's getting paid, you need the running back on his rookie deal. Or you're just kind of mixing in journeymen, guys who are, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Which is what they're doing now. Which is what
1: they're doing now.
2: And you can't, and it's like, it w- bringing back Marshawn Lynch was a good story. Yeah. But that that he, can't be your 16-game plan. No. Nah.
1: No, you know. You know? He, he, I, at this point in his career, I just don't think Marshawn has enough to try. There's a, there's a reason he didn't play 16 games this year. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He came back after everybody else was hurt, and you just needed somebody who knew, the, familiar with the playbook and the language mm-hmm. and could fill it, could hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. So you brought in two guys who had been in your system before that made sense in that situation because it's all hands on deck you're short staffed your two two running backs are out mm-hmm. but yeah that's not your plan for next year so yeah, they do need to get back to that physical style of football and it'll be interesting to see what happens with Seattle the rams I don't I don't know how they're really going to be able to fill out their roster and keep a full competitive 53 man team out there when you're paying golf what you're paying golf you're paying donald what you're paying donald you're paying you gotta pay jalen ramsey what you're gonna pay him and then girl getting paid what he's getting paid yeah you've got these six seven eight maybe really high-end guys mm-hmm. but what about the rest of the team and God forbid if one of these guys has a bad season, Gurley this year, bad or if Goff, or has injury, a, or Goff has a bad season or something like that. Brandon Cooks getting paid, don't forget, you know, and then you got other young guys on rookie deals coming up that are going to want their their checks. It's <laughs> as much as I like, th- in theory, the idea of players making as much money as possible. An application in a hard cap league, one guy getting more money means less money for somebody else, mm. for to fill out the rest of the roster. So if your quarterback on his rookie deal is making seven, eight million, and now he's and he's great, so now he's got thirty-seven million. That's thirty million dollars of money that were tied up in a- Tied up. Mm-hmm. But, no, but think about it. The year before, when the team looked great. You had 30 million extra dollars of cap room to spread around and add players, O-linemen, D-linemen, running back, receivers. 30 million can go a long way when the average NFL salary is actually slightly under a million. I can go a long way with 30 million as far as adding talent to my roster. And I just gave all of that to one guy. Is that one guy really good enough to make up for all that talent I just lost?
2: Puts the pressure on these GMs
1: Was Joe Flacco good enough to do it Was Cam Newton good enough to do it Has Matt Stafford been good enough to do it Has Aaron Rodgers been good enough to do it Has Russell Wilson Been good enough to do it They've they've tried Some of them have made the playoffs and put up a good fight But you don't get back to the Mountaintop like that mm-hmm. Tom Brady takes pay cuts Wentz won on a rookie deal Wilson won On a rookie deal Mm. Rogers won on a rookie deal. Pat Mahomes won on a rookie deal. It you know, the finances mm. it, being what they are in the NFL, mm. you'll sell a lot of tickets and compete for the playoffs every year.
2: But then and but then I how long has Tom Brady been taking pay cuts since the second act of
1: his dominance? All right. So pretty much how it worked. He came in sixth round pick making next to nothing, went wins on that deal.
2: Mm-hmm. Won three on that
1: deal. Won three on that deal. Got paid. He's one of the top-paid top, high, top, top paid guys. They started losing the hemorrhaging talent at other positions. Mm-hmm. Richard Dent's, Richard Seymour is gone. Um, mm-hmm. Things like, like, guys as like that. As dominant as he's been, there's a tie-laws as, as dominant as Tom Brady has
2: been, there's still and,
1: a 10-year gap in and, between. And that 10-year gap is exactly the period where I'm talking about mm-hmm. where Tom Brady gets – Gets his money. Gets his money. Mm-hmm. Then he starts taking pay cuts, and they start winning Super Bowls again.
2: because mm-hmm.
1: yep. you start to see that defense getting built up again. You start mm-hmm. to see a Gronk can get his money now, and you have multiple weapons. Mm-hmm. Bring in whoever you need to be your three-headed monsters at running back, and mm-hmm. you can actually build a team now. So, so all the but truth these- be told, one thing the players' union actually doesn't. Look fondly on the Tom Brady model. No, they'll get in your ear and be like, "Well, if you take less, you're hurting everybody because now everybody has to take less." So,
2: and Tom's sitting there looking, and Tom's like, "What? I'm I'm sorry, I can't, I can't hear you." Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's holding up his hand with all the rings on him. What? I, I, I can't hear you. What? Mm -hmm. What? What? And I guess my question is, who do you think is going to be the next quarterback to have that revelation? Because I feel like the the game plan is now like, are you break your quarterback off? Mm -hmm. And while your quarterback is making the most amount of money, you try to feel the most competitive team as possible Mm -hmm. and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. And then while your quarterback still has some gas in the tank, you know, hopefully they're still, you know, physically able to play at a high level. Maybe then they'll start, you know, they'll see that, hey, we haven't been able to, you know, get that grass, you know, get that that brass ring. That
1: doesn't happen. Their next contract, they want more money. Aaron Rodgers no. was overpaid. Well, Aaron Rodgers was making big money, and then guys come in and mm. start making bigger money. So what's Aaron Rodgers doing? He needs his next check. He gets bigger money. So you saying Russell you Wilson was making big money. So what you're
2: saying, you don't see Aaron Rodgers going the Tom Brady route, nah. taking pay cuts.
1: Oh, he just had a chance to, and he took. He got a pay raise. Okay. Russell Wilson just had a chance to, and he got a pay raise. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't thinking about taking less okay they want I, I i've got to take care of my family mm-hmm. you're telling me you can't take care of your family on 30 mil a year instead of you know 50 mil a year mm-hmm. average person in the world takes care of their family on 50 000 a year you making mm-hmm. it you know these guys are making in a year what average person makes in their lifetime and you're talking about i can't take i need to take care of my family that that's the most disingenuous thing I've ever heard.
2: So in your so in your eyes, Tom Brady's an enigma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom, yeah. Okay. I mean that's, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough because you you laid out the blueprint. You laid out how this man was able to basically string together two dynasties in one career. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I I feel like people don't realize that there was a ten year gap. Yeah. In between that first group of rings that he won. And the second and, and, set. And the second set.
1: And you know what? Like 10 years went in between. And you know what the thing—the the biggest thing about that 10-year gap was Tom Brady's cap number. Mm-hmm. That's when it was at his highest. It came down. His cap percentage comes down. The winning percentage goes back up.
0: It's, re-
1: it's real simple, you
0: mm-hmm.
1: know. No, I mean, it's look, a man, straight line.
2: Bottom line is you give me a lot of things to disagree with you about. This isn't wonderful. I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I, I What you're saying, you, you, you're speaking truth right now.
1: Right, what well, you're saying is right. Well, let's take a quick break and then see if I can give you something to disagree with.
2: God, me. I hope so. Because I, I I don't like going, you know, <laughs> doing these whole entire shows in agreement with you. Oh, I
1: guarantee you that won't happen. Oh, boy.
2: All right. Well, let's take a real quick break and we'll be right back on offense, defense, and
0: discourse. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash Sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. James Lewis.
3: I've never lived in a city like Phoenix where the downtown is not the center of the city <laughs> the, what's popping is out in Scottsdale. That's where everything's popping. That's where all the five star it's restaurants clubs are, are in Scottsdale. The best mm. clubs in towns are in Scottsdale. The best mm. spas are in Scottsdale. If anything, they need to build the arena in Scottsdale and move everything from downtown out to Scottsdale. Yeah, you know, they're building the then white castles. A, the, then you have an elite in franchise in Scottsdale, next to them, next to them carved houses in Camelback Mountain. That's where everything is popping to me from what I've white seen castles in my two years. It's coming uh, to <laughs> Scottsdale. Yeah. I will be there. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Next hey, to the Scotchdale. next to the spot is like eight hundred dollars. an hour. It don't matter. It <laughs> $10 don't matter. I'm up, I'm up in right. that piece. You are listening to the Lance J Radio
0: Network. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. The following is a production of the Lance J. Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio.
1: All right, everybody, we are back. So, if you, if you were missed the opening of the show, I, I had to tell JB he was right, I was wrong. See, I said it again. I, I appreciate that, man. It, it never gets old. <laughs> I, I might ask
2: you to start next week's show that way as well.
1: well you got to find something new to be right no, about. No, 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 I want you to just reiterate that
2: I was oh, right no, about you gotta this. you got to find something new to be right about. I, I don't, look. See, is, there is, you go. This is, this is a one-time thing. Discord. No, no, it's not a one-time no, it's
1: thing. A, it's a one-time thing.
2: All right. Well, well what you got now?
1: So... Keeping with today's theme, something else I was wrong about. Oh, boy, okay. In, say, September, I thought the Philadelphia 76ers team was capable of winning 60-plus games this year. That's something I was wrong about. Mm and I still believe that with the talent that they currently have on the roster, they should be able to win 60 games this year the fact that they have, what, 24 home wins and two home losses says that they should be able to win 60 games this year. However, and that's a strong however, Mm -hmm. when this team goes on the road, when they are away from the Wells Fargo Center,
2: when they are playing basketball at a location that is not 3601 South Broad Street. Exactly. It is a different,
1: entirely different story. It's almost, it's not as bad as being a like two-win team, like the complete opposite, mm-hmm. but it's pretty close. It's, what, single-digit wins on the road at this point still? Yes. They're... uh
2: Nine and nine and nineteen, I
1: believe. I believe, yeah, I believe it's still sit, stay, sitting in single digits,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it, it. There's only one real explanation to me. Okay. I've it's some and it's something I've heard from the coach. It's something I've heard from both the, what's considered the two stars of the team. Mm-hmm. At various different times throughout their tenures in Philly, we want to perform for the home fans, or more so, we're scared to play bad in front of the home fans. Mm-hmm. That There's that external sense of motivation when they're at home. You're, they're, they're literally scared. They know what the Philly fans will do if they play badly at home. Mm-hmm. You'll get booed if you play bad at home. Oh, of course, yeah we're going to talk about that in a second, too. All
2: right.
1: But on the road, you don't get that same – because the other team is there cheering for the other t- – team. I mean, the other fans are there cheering for the other team. Mm-hmm. You're not scared of getting booed. You're not getting cheered for for that extra boost of energy. You need to be internally motivated. You need to – truly have a motor on the road you need to be locked in and focused and these guys just that aren't it's not that and to me the number one culprit is Joel Embiid I love love loved Embiid's skill set and talent what I don't love is his effort, and I, now I want you to think back when jo- Joel jo- 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 that at first January when M B got on the court mm-hmm. and he started adding wins to the team. Yeah. You know, you know, I talk about impact players that, that those are the guys, they mm-hmm. add wins. M mm-hmm. B did that, but do you remember how he was playing then? He's diving out of bounds for loose balls. He's chasing down blocks. He's sprinting down to the other court other end of the court on offense to change ins and finish plays. And that was that is the number one thing I need from my big man to be an impact player. Hustle. Change ends. If you're not there to protect the paint, I don't care how good you are at protecting the paint. You're not there. If you're not down in the deep post, I don't care how good you are in the post because you're not there. So if you're jogging the change ends, and everybody else is already, change, is already up there ex- executing, def- whether your defense is supposed to be set up and other teams attacking or your offense is up there looking to attack and you're jogging them last man up court so now you're the trailer at the top of the key, instead of being the first man down in deep post position when the offense is ready to start that changes everything so these are the things i see when i talk when i why i say the number one culprit because i and i wouldn't say it was an effort thing maybe that's just all, he's just not fast maybe that's all he's got except that i've already seen more from him I've seen him play at that level where I know he has that extra gear. He is an athletic big. He's not a big plodding dude. Mm -hmm. He's just out there jogging. And that's why I say it's an effort thing. If Embiid says, forget whether or not I score 30 or I or I, I score two, I'm going to sprint, change ends, and dominate, there's nothing the league can do with him. And I mean nothing the league can do with him. But he jogs down and he's the la- he's the trailer, so that's why you're at the three-point line at the top of the key when the offense is moving. You're the last guy to get there. Where else are you going to be? So now you have to make that dribble move or try to get into the- work your way into the post against a defense that's already set. When if you had hustled, you'd have just been there because they weren't there to keep you out the paint. You got all the p- position you want. Watch a Lakers game. You watch the Lakers play recently? Mm-hmm. How many points a game did Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and Anthony Davis get just simply by running and catching an outlet pass and finishing because the defense isn't there? Mm-hmm. They M- buckets. MB could do the same thing. Plus have a whole lot more skill in the half court. But he only... In the half court, he's a trailer all the time. So for me especially on the road, that is the Sixers' biggest issue. Effort. Focus. That intensity. Which is something that has to come from inside you on the road. Because you don't have the home fans to give it to you. They're not going to put that energy in you. So, that brings me to a conversation we, were, we you and I were having on social media the other day. Mm-hmm. As fans, as spectators, when we see things like what I just described happening on the court, I don't. I'm not afforded the opportunity to say, "Hey, Joel, let's sit down and have a conversation about what's going on here." You know, if if I hit jo- Joel up on like on social media, like, "Hey, Joel, you got a couple minutes to talk? I want to break down some things to you about what's going on in the game." Mm. You think he's going to listen? To you To you personally? Yeah, it, or, or, or oh, any fan. He's
2: not going to listen to you? I mean, oh, he don't can, know you.
1: Or any regular fan. So as fans, our one opportunity to voice our displeasure with what we're seeing is the boo. That is what Philly fan, and more than anything else, the one thing that will pull the boo out of Philly fans is lack of hustle and lack of effort. If we see a guy giving his heart like how many guys in this city, the quote unquote the underdogs, the TJ McConnells, mm-hmm. have you seen this city fall in love with simply because of effort? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're this this talented guy and you are giving us the effort, how do you think this city would love you? But and they st- and they do love you. They th- people in this town love and be. Don't get me, I'm not saying they don't. But if he was out there giving 100% every night that effort we saw from him that made us fall in love with him the first place when he got on the court. Remember that effort that made you fall in love with him, B, when you saw him? Mm -hmm. If you were still seeing that every night, good game, bad game, whatever, you'd never hear him get booed because you know he's giving it everything.
2: Now, to that conversation that we had Mm -hmm. on social media, I for one have no problem with the boo. All right, it's not about whether or not you can or cannot boo. You've laid out why you why you you have laid out the issue that you have with Joel and B. Mhm. And
1: in the absence... And what I think predicated the boo.
2: Yeah, well well let me let, me, let me, indulge me for a minute. I, I, mm-hmm. You laid out the issue that you have with Joel and B and in the absence of a medium to talk to him directly, primarily the fact that he doesn't know you, mm-hmm. you don't know him. You have, no I'm personal. not on the
1: Sixers coaching yeah. staff. I can't be like, yo, you're, you're and B, his, let's watch this. Yeah, tape. You're,
2: you're not his friend.
1: Let's let's you know? go watch some Shaq. tape. Yeah, some young Shaq yeah. tape or some like,
2: yeah. y'all ain't buddies. Like y'all, y'all ain't cool. You know, exactly. But, in, in the absence of that, in the absence of that personal relationship with Joel Embiid where you can constri- give, offer constructive criticism over an issue that you have with his performance on the court, mm-hmm. how you choose to articulate your problem is boo. And honestly, I have no problem with that. Oh, I know you don't have a problem with the yeah, boo. It, there's no, there, I have no problem with I'm the boo. I'm sure you've been one to boo in your oh, day. Oh, I have booed plenty of people. I have booed, I have booed all the greats. Mm-hmm. I have booed the Kobe's. I have booed the Shaq's. I have booed the Jordan's. I have booed
1: Larry uh, Bird. No, I, oh, let's narrow this down a little more uh-huh. How many Philadelphia players have you booed? Not, we, we expect oh. the boo of, 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 of oh, foreigners. Oh, oh. Of, how many, phil- how no, many Philly players all. have you booed? I
2: booed them all. Okay. You know, I have no boo. All you want. All right. It is it is, it is your God-given right mm-hmm. to boo. I am somebody who feels like for, for me. As long as you are not you know, crossing the line. And we all know what crossing the line is. Mm-hmm. We, you know. It, yeah. it, it,
1: I'm not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, only thing I'm talking about mm-hmm. being critical of is it, your performance yeah, on yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. I'm not taking any shots at anybody's mm-hmm. personal lives mm-hmm. or families yeah. or yeah. anything like that. We're not talking about mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anything we're talking other about than basketball? We're talking
2: about you know, and and if you want to incorporate all sport poor play,
1: yeah, we're talking. That's all performance poor, on the field play, on the court. Lack of effort. Go ahead and boo. Inside mm-hmm. the lines, under the whistle, while the clock's running. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about.
2: My thing about the boo is, you know, go, boo all you want. I'm not going to stop you from booing. I'm not telling anyone to stop booing. Boo all you want. If you choose to boo, you want to boo. Go ahead, boo. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if you're going to boo. Expect the clapback. Expect a response. A booing is your voicing your concern. All right. Yeah. Ask- no, hold on. Let, let me finish. I'll, I'll get to your all question. Right. I'll, I'll take your question.
1: <laughs> you know? It's all good. He said he'll take my question take like your- I'm a caller. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. I, like, I'm, I got, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my name's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, my, my name is right under yours. All right. <laughs> And I, <laughs> my name is right under
2: yours. And honestly, <laughs> it's just a quick phone call. It's, it's, it's an email to the guy from Fiverr. I could put my name above yours. It only cost me like 10 bucks. This could be offense, defense, and discourse with John Brown and Mike Jones real quick. <laughs> I just thought Jonesy and Brown sounded better than Brown and Jonesy. But uh, that's the point. That's a tangent. That's, that's a tangent. My thing is, you know... I understand that you may believe and that you may think that you have a legitimate gripe, and I'm not here to argue your gripe. Okay. Your issue is your issue. I'm not here to say, hey, you're
1: wrong. Let's start there, though. Okay. Do, you, do you disagree with my gripe?
2: I said when we talk, when we talked about it on when we talked about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I said, for me personally, I'm not one to question effort from my couch. I'm not one to sit on my couch with a bag of Cheetos and some soda and say somebody else isn't playing hard Okay. when they're playing, and I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that's just not a call I I try to make. I,
1: and I understand why you would try not to make that call. But in situations where you've seen a player give you more mm-hmm. in, as far as hustle and effort, mm-hmm. and then he dials it back, It's only two things I can think of. You're injured or you're not going your hardest. If you're injured, tell us. We know you're injured. Put it on the injury report and we deal with it. All right, he's injured. If you're healthy, play hard. As former coach, former player, I have no problem saying I feel comfortable being able to watch the game and tell like this guy's not at max effort the reason he's not at max effort I don't know mm. and I'm not saying why he's not at max effort he might be hurt he might just not be trying as hard as there are mo you see, but one of the one way or the other other I know what I'm seeing mm. is not his max effort because he's already shown it to me mm. if he were a guy I've never seen it from before and I'm just nitpicking saying I want more that wouldn't be fair he's shown us more. He's shown us that he's capable of that. You've seen. Can you admit you've seen the difference between like that first January, like the hustle. Yes. And that. Yes, I understand. I understand.
2: So and and I I think, I, and honestly, but I I also think that in the issue that people are having with him and his effort, it. I think in, when you look at the big picture. mm Hmm. Because it's a question that I've asked when we've talked about the Sixers. Sixes right now sitting on thirty four wins. And I feel like there are times where this city acts like they have thirty four losses.
1: Uh, and that's the big it's they have thirty four wins. Mm-hmm. but it feels like they should have ten more. okay, I mean, maybe or maybe not. At, at but but, what I'm saying,
2: but I'm saying at thirty four at thirty four wins, okay, with wins on the season over the top four teams in the West and the top four teams in the east.
1: Alright. You know, but that but still it, leaves you having sitting, what, at a six seed? At, sitting, at, sitting at a six now,
2: seed. Now let me finish because I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm
1: not done my point. I'm going to let you finish. I just want to lay, lay out where we are. Mm-hmm. I that, understand. That That's leave, what I'm trying to do. That leaves you at a six seed mm-hmm. set to play a first round road playoff si- series with the road record being what it, we've already discussed this mm-hmm. year. And expectations going into the season, many people like me thinking you could win 60 games yes. and
2: right now a, make it well, to the finals. I'll put it to you like this right now they're a sixth seed. Mm-hmm. They struggle on the road.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right now, in the fifth seed, is Miami, mm-hmm. who they've beaten. They, they've beaten and they've lost to. Miami struggles on the road, too. Mm-hmm. Miami has a losing record on the road. But that's not who you're going to play. If you're the sixth, oh, you're right. You're right. You're, right, you're, you're playing right. the three I'm seed. playing the three seed. Three seed is what? Toronto mm-hmm. who you beaten a couple of times already
1: they've year? beaten you too mm-hmm. and you' but you but the issue with any of these teams the biggest issue is that you don't win on the road mm-hmm. and you're going to their building that makes people feel very very nervous because you it's not just like the top teams you're losing to on the road you're losing to bad teams on the road. You're losing to any and everybody on the road. And on, I see my hold on, best. Hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. Right now, six. Real quick. Right now, six is our fifth seat. They're in the
1: fifth. Okay, they're in the fifth spot right now.
2: Fifth spot. Who's in the fourth spot right Miami. now? Miami.
1: Okay, so you would play Miami.
2: So you would play Miami. In he, Miami. In Miami. Miami who struggled on the road.
1: Mm-hmm. So my, it's like, yes. But they have home court. Mm-hmm. And they have a guy who's looking to set. I think he's looking to settle the score with Philly for some reason. He, he invents. School. Like, he's yeah, the type yeah. of guy who he will invent it. a chip yeah, to yeah, put yeah, on his yeah. shoulder.
2: Agree, agree, agree. We got a pretty big guy who does the same thing. He just does it on Instagram.
1: Yeah, the game isn't played on. I know, Instagram. No,
2: no, no. I understand. I, I understand, but I, I, I think honestly, if we were talking like a playoffs, a playoff series, mm-hmm. I'm. A, oh, sorry. Got
1: to but see, see, here's the thing. Like, and I, now I understand. Like, I'm not saying these guys aren't competitors, and when it comes down to the mm-hmm. playoffs, that y- they won't give it max effort. Mm-hmm. But if you're not used to pushing your body to max effort, it's that not some- that that peak f- starts to come
2: down. Mm-hmm. It's Look, conditioning. I'll, I'll put it to you. Like, I'll put it to you like this. I'm I'm a parent, mm-hmm. and it, and honestly, as a parent. This is something you talk to your kids about all the time, especially when your kids start getting into that age where they're now talking about jobs Mm -hmm. and kids says, Hey, you know, what? I want to go out and get a job. I'm like, you don't even want to clean your room. (laughs) If you're not going to clean your room, what makes you think, you know, you don't want to clean your room because you don't want to clean your room. Mm hmm. What happens when your boss makes you want to do something you don't, you know, tells you, Tell don't you want, like tells you to do something you don't want to do? Oh, I'm just gonna do it. You won't do it now. And so mm-hmm. I understand. I understand what I understand what you're saying. It's like, okay, if Joel Embiid isn't going to turn isn't going to turn it up now, mm-hmm. what makes you think he's gonna turn it up in the, in in the, the playoffs? All right, I understand. I'm I'm not doubting. But, but to bring to, to swing it back to the point that we were we were talking about. I am not saying that fans don't have a legitimate right. Mm-hmm. However, what I am saying is, you know, if you choose to voice your opinion, which you're well within your right to do, accept accept whatever response he gets. All right,
1: and, and that is fine. MB like M B had a good game the next mm-hmm. of the the night following, mm-hmm. and he so everyone knows what we're talking and he shushes the crowd mm-hmm. finger to his lip shush, shushes the, the, crowd the crowd and,
2: and, and yells but, he said to himself but he yelled shut the F up
1: yeah mm-hmm. he, here's the thing and what I, the reason that struck me as Embiid not getting it
2: mm-hmm.
1: is because he does that after having one good game Following a streak of less than stellar performances that came after a you had a week of good games after you got called out before and some Barkley and Shaq called you out for not being as intent having the intensity and you know what he said you're right and then he proved them right by coming out for the next week and raising his level of intensity and that's the part that that it, that b- bugs me about it is that he could t- consistently will show you yeah i've got more i can raise the level whenever i want to he just doesn't want to and and understand with me and so I, that's I, why i say it's, it it reeks of
2: not getting it and 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 here's and this is my issue because i feel like this whole not getting it thing is played out i think it's overstating no, it, in this case, it's not.
1: But no, no, let, it, let me say this, be- and I say it's not because the thing that he needs to get is that that effort needs to be consistent. You're not shushing the crowd because of one good game. You're coming out and consistently giving the effort, and the crowd will shut the f up. But here's the problem, and this is where it's overstated. Now,
2: now uh, I've given you an, an opportunity. Uh, you've, you've made your point, right?
1: For now, I'm listening.
2: <sighs> alright You've made your point. What I am saying is, I think that it is overstated because nowadays, people want to pile on and they want to take this to, you know, astronomical levels. They talk about, you know, people want to make it seem like Joel Embiid's out here putting up like 12 points, six rebounds a game
1: that's that's not what I'm i
2: saying. I, no, I understand it's not what you said exactly i don't. i understand but what i'm saying is and I, what, what i am saying is look let me finish let me, who, said it, he's putting, no. who
1: said he's putting up 12 I, and 6 and
2: who said uh, i didn't say i didn't make that as a direct quote i'm just saying like that seems to be the so, so that's hyper you're overstating your case no, that's no, not the truth no, no, but I understand something but what i'm what i am saying is like look you know what was barkley and Shaq's criticism did they make some good points Yes. Mm-hmm. Did they also pour it on on a night where there was no other NBA games and that was the only thing they had
1: to talk about? Oh, hold on, hold on. Do you know what, Do you know when Barkley or Shaq's criticisms came out? Yes. No, I know uh, exactly. Uh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, what, what did Embiid what do to precede their criticism? He put... He, what, what did, he did he do? What he, he Zero. Uh, he put up zero. No, that's not what he did. That, no, 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 no. No, let, me, that finish, was where that, let first, me finish. That was where their first criticism of when they really start the thing with no, the, the night it,
2: that the night that they criti- the night that they went in on Joel Embiid was the night of the Den- uh was of the was of the Sixers Denver game.
1: No, you're talking about the second time. That's the second time? That's no, the second not- time. That's the second time. They that did was- it twi- they went in on him twice. This season they went in on him twice. When was the first time? The first time was after he put up zero points on zero for twelve in a game, mm-hmm. shooting fadeaway jays and not. And that was a game they said he he should be dominant. And after that game, he said, "You're right." He on camera. No, I under. I he under- said, I "You're un- right." I understand. no, Let, no. Finish. let me finish. finish. You're cutting me off. You're cutting me. Off. <laughs> I'm not. You asked me a question. I'm answering it because you said it wasn't the first time. It was. This was the second time you're talking about. The first time they went in on him. He said, "You're right," and he responded with a week of more intensity, and then he fell off again and started being lazy and jogging up court. And the second time, to- that's the second time they went on them and said, "You're the Cleveland Browns, and you're mentally soft because you need external motivation."
2: If that is the case, that's no, what happened. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, all right. Then if. When he, when Charles Barkley said that he was the Cleveland Browns, that was the second time. That was the second time.
1: That was the second time.
2: Then, uh, then understand something. Then the first time that they went on in on him mm-hmm. was not directly after the zero point game. No, no, it wasn't. It was after the Denver game. Check it. It was after the Denver game. And then what they were saying, and what they were saying was, "Look, I'm." And all I'm, all I am saying is that you know what? That game, that night, they were saying he could be more dominant. His numbers, his at he was at at the time he was putting up twenty three points a game. Twenty three points a game. Shaq mm-hmm. said that's not dominant. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they were wrong. But what I'm also saying is, you know what? They poured it on a little bit thick on a on a very easy night. They needed something to talk about. Joel Embiid was the, was the subject. Cool. I'm saying they mm-hmm. poured it they poured it on a little extra thick. And because we live in this we live in this world where you know what? If you're on television. And you're to, that's automatic credence. That's automatic. You know, it's like, hey, Barkley and Shaq said this. It was all you know, all over the world. Hey, they're they're they're
1: blasting Joel Embiid. Would and you feel this way if he did, if they were talking about somebody outside of Philly? Probably not.
2: No, I would I would. I feel this way. Would I feel like they pour it on sometimes? Yeah. Are you when you're? Yes, I'm saying on a slow night. Mm-hmm. Check the schedule. That oh no. Check the schedule. That night, night. They need something to talk they about. They need something to talk about. They poured it on a little thick. Now I'm not saying hey they were absolutely wrong. Everything that they said was BS. But what I'm saying is just what I said. They poured it on a little thick. A little thick. They poured it you know, it's like hey, you know what? The this is them, but be- now becoming the stories. Not just talking about Joel Embiid's lack of play. What I'm saying is like, look, you know what? But they weren't yeah, talking saying, about oh, yeah, that. Let me finish. You told me stop cutting you off. Don't, don't. You can't.
1: You you're, can't, tell me, to you're, cut, you're you're can't saying, tell me You're, you're saying inaccurate things. You said they weren't talking about his performance. That's the only thing they talked about was his performance. No, I. What I said. You just was, said they weren't talking about his performance. That's the I, only thing they well, talked I, about. You just said it.
2: I said, what? What I talked about was you the performance that he gave this was the Denver night was the the game the game that they talked about on inside the mv on inside the nba mm-hmm. that was not the zero point game
1: then you're remembering wrong oh. because um, let, okay. let me uh, I'm gonna t- he had a 0.0 for 12 performance not not denying that i'm saying and then the, the, their next game was the TNT game it, that was the Denver game. Yes they went in on them at halftime about the O for 12. That's what I'm saying it was immediately following. T- it was during the Denver game immediately following the O for 12. I think we were miscommunicating like you're thinking I, I'm not saying it was during the 0 for 12 game. it was during the Denver game. That was the national game. It was immediately following the O for 12. Because what they were bashing him up, because it was at halftime, and they were going in on him about the O for 12, it, in addition to the way he was playing against Denver, saying he wasn't dominant. So th- that was where that was. Because half of their beef at first time was talking about him, like he should never go 0 for 12. They both had long speeches about that, like, oh, yeah, 0 for 12 is about effort. That both of them said that's what they were saying. That was the first time, and Embiid responded by saying they were right. I'm, Cause
2: I wanted to look. I just wanted to look it up to make sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, one. What let what started them going in on Embiid after the after the 0 for 12 game mm-hmm. for whatever reason he went 0 for 12.
1: Mm-hmm. He came in and I you think keep he said for whatever reason, let's be what, what happened that game? He played outside the paint, shot a lot of okay. fake, little weak shots and fadeaways and wasn't being a powerful force. Mm,
2: un, un, okay. The point that I, the point that I am making is he played better in the, in the Denver game and he celebrated a little bit. Then you got an and one on Jokic, mm-hmm. played play to the crowd. You know what he does after with mm-hmm. the big crowd arms up. Their beef with him was okay. You, you know, you're, how are you? You just went You just had this over twelve game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now you're out here celebrating like you, like you a superstar. And, and be, that,
0: for, yeah.
2: And I understand That's, that. Yeah. And what we're I'm on saying, the same page so far. And what I am saying is, okay, they made good points. I'm not sitting here saying, you know what, Shaq and Charles Barkley were, were completely off base. I'm not saying Shaq and Charles Barkley were wrong. I'm saying Shaq and Charles Barkley laid it on thick on a slow night. And people ran with it to say, "Hey, you know what?" Like, I think how Embiid handled it. He said, "Hey, you know what? They were right." That was the first time. Yeah, this was the first time. Yes, Mm -hmm. this is the first time. He said. And then what happened? After he 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 said said it, he said they were right, and he played better games. Had another game on TNT. Talked to him and said, "Hey, you know what? Mm -hmm. Hey, you guys, you guys were right. I try to play better. If you're saying, if you're saying since then."
1: And how long did that that extra effort last? I I don't know the exact a time. week a week a week. And you're
2: saying so? You're saying he's been dogging ever
1: since that a week. The last of the
2: week. Okay. And you're saying he's after that week
1: went by, he's yeah. been dogging ever since then. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right. He he went back to kind of jogging and not playing with force. That which is the biggest thing, like changing ends and playing with force in the paint. He went back to not doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking – When the, bo- the and the booze came out shortly thereafter. He went back to not playing with force. So what I'm saying is my point with all and, – and, yes, I agree. Barkley and Shaq laid it on too thick. Yes, people have made more of this story than it is. No one's – well, at least I shouldn't say no one. Mm. I am not an advocate or saying trade and be. Mm. He's a bum, any of that. What I'm saying is if he wants to really be what he needs to be, if he wants to help this team win and let's be honest, if he doesn't want to hear the booze, be consistent with that effort, not just when somebody calls you out about it. Well I it's internal motivation that's what we want to see.
2: do you think do you think the boo is a knee-jerk reaction?
1: No. In this case, no. In this case, no. Sometimes yes, but it's it's a pattern. Embiid from the early years where he gave out everything every, every time. Then it's then honestly after the little knee meniscus thing that cost him the end of that season, and then I guess partly some some little nicks and bruises partway into the next season. You you, you it's almost it's an intentional effort to dial it back, like he's trying to preserve his body and not get hurt. Mm-hmm. I hate seeing guys play like that. Mm-hmm. Two two easiest, the two easiest ways to get hurt in basketball are to be out of shape or to be trying not to get hurt. It I don't for whatever reason that's just how it works. So I hate to see anybody just go out there and play hard and play. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. If it's not, oh well. You're great, but I don't want to see you try, like look like you're trying not to get hurt, and that's kind of what it is. You know, he's dialed it back some, it, and it's intentional because when he gets called out, on he will be like, "You're right," and he can intentionally put it back, put it back on, and you raise that, it up. You think that's being and coached? I don't know where it's coming from, but it bothers me because you because you've heard things like
2: where he, where he's talked about. When, when Embiid talks about X's and O's, mm-hmm. and he's expressing some level of frustration with the X's and O's of the game. Absolutely. You know, I've, he, I've
1: heard that frustration voiced from
2: and him. He, and he's talked about, you know, being on the outside shooting jumpers. And to your point where you say, okay, you get out on, you know, you get out on the run mm-hmm. and you beat them down the, the court, then you're not on the outside. So do you think he's being coached? Hey, man, you know, you get this rebound, you start the break. You know,
1: I, I I don't know if he is. That's inexcusable. I don't know anybody why any coach would ever coach that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the that would be one of the worst coaching moves I've seen at any level ever in my life. Where are you
2: with the before let me right. ask this one question? Then you then then go ahead. All right.
1: Where are you with the fire, Brett Brown brigade? Not right now. But, okay, let, but let not, me say that. Not, I don't even want to get into that right oh, now. Oh. Not right now. <laughs> it, it, this, All right, go ahead. This isn't the time to do it. It's not worth even discussing right now. If mm-hmm. you're going to do it, do it in the offseason. Okay. But, you remember 01, Kobe and Shaq? Mm-hmm. You remember what uh, what Shaq looked like? How he dominated the game? Mm-hmm. You remember 04, Kobe and Shaq? Mm
2: hmm.
1: When Detroit beat, beat them? Mm hmm. In those finals, Shaq was clearly the best big on the get in the court. Mm-hmm. Everyone expected him to dominate. Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace got at least twenty points a game on, tw- at least twenty every game, on just layups, layups and dunks, running out, beating Shaq down court because he Shaq had got out of shape and was jogging. And as much as Shaq thought he could always play himself back into shape. He couldn't that year. And uh, and he actually in Kobe's post-retirement sit-down they had together, Shaq admitted to that. Like I knew I had you. You could carry me to the finals, you were that good. I can play myself in this shape, but I'd be ready by the time we got there. Mm-hmm. That year he couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play himself in the shape. Be- and because he was trying to dial it back. And then all of a sudden one day, you you can't just turn it on anymore. Embiid's mm-hmm. got that same naturally big guy body type, Shaq head. If you're not giving the consistent effort, one day it's going to be you can't turn it on anymore. So let me ask and you, that's my that's my biggest fear with it.
2: So how did this change? Because at the beginning of the season, people were talking about Embiid changes eating habits. People were saying he looked like he was in better shape. Oh, that was like three months ago. All that is cool. I mean, but it's but like it's still, but the season
1: started. He had one chicken sandwich and it was all it was all but for that. that but that, see, that's the thing. It's not that you ate a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's about effort. Like we talk about LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. And you see how LeBron James is built. LeBron James works physically harder than nearly everyone in in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But you know what? LeBron James has to. If LeBron James didn't work as hard as he did, he'd be Zion Williamson. And most people don't realize that. Mm. He'd be too big to move to do what he needs to do cuz he's got so he recognized. So this
2: isn't his this isn't Embiid is out of shape. You're just saying he's just not trying.
1: I'm it's he, to be good, he's he's fine. To be great, which he has the potential to be, mm-hmm. he needs to do more. So he's good, not great. Yeah. Okay. To be great, mm-hmm. and that's the thing—he's shown us he has great in him, mm-hmm. and that's the part that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. To be great, though, I need that extra every day. And so when I t- when I say the part, I think where I say he doesn't get it is that he—it f- seems like he thinks the boo is out of "we don't like you, we don't want you here, shut the f up." The boo, let me mm-hmm. let me fix. I see the look on your face, like. the boo for me is more of we know you have more in you why aren't we getting it all the time so for you to come out and give it one night and say shut the F up means you don't get that it's not one night we want it's every night we want you see what I mean I see what you mean and that's why I say having one good game and saying shut the F up seems like you don't get it Because you've done it after being called out for one good game before and then gone back. This is where I feel like this whole doesn't get
2: it thing is played out. Because I don't believe that his shushing and the shut the F up was as grand a rebuke as people want to make it out to be. They booed. Mm. Told him to shut the F up. He's right back on Instagram doing whatever he does. Mhm. All right. You know what? You called them out. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying I never said that the call out was wrong. Mm-mm. I said some of the call out was some of the call outs were laying it on kind of thick. Yeah. Some some people went too far. Like, with to, it. like to me, I understand the point that Charles Barkley was making when he said they're the Le- C- Cleveland Browns of of like.
1: There's nuance the, to it. Lo- the, the the Cleveland Brown thing to me is like is like saying you're loaded with talent and you're underachieving.
2: I understand that. When, because you and I are,
1: this was he, It wasn't 10-15 years ago no, When he no, called them the Cleveland no, no, Browns No, no,
2: no. What I'm saying is You and I Because we talk sports mm-hmm. It's what we do I understood what he was saying mm-hmm. You understand what he's saying But there's still people Who will sit there and say Oh the Cleveland Bro-, Like When they think of the
1: Cleveland as Browns That's a team that's
2: loaded With high end talent I, I understand and, but, but, most, but most people think of the Cleveland Browns And think of them as trash
1: I understand it and What but, do I tell you about Most people all the time John? Most people are idiots
2: Okay I don't like, but, but you're gonna work but the up most No, people. no, no, but what I'm talking about is like, look, you know what? But that's who we're dealing with. We're dealing with most people. I know this. You know this. Uh, this is sp-
1: why I tell you you have to accept this all the time. To- I understand. People aren't smart. John. I understand.
2: And no, no, what, no offense and to the people out there. No, 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 <laughs> no offense to the people who actually listen to our show. You're not an idiot because you chose to bypass all those other podcasts and internet radio shows and choose to listen to us. This is not Jonesy saying you per se are an idiot. Whether you are or not, it's that's another <laughs> conversation. But what I am saying is, I understand that, you know, but we're still dealing with most people. Mm-hmm. And I'm and the way I discuss this is on the most people level, where most people will hear a guy say, hey, he's like the Cleveland Browns, and they think, okay, this guy's trash. And that's why you get all the people saying trade and be, you know we the way get,
1: I discuss it is based on what he actually said. I understand. And you, you I, know what he yeah, actually yeah, said yeah, wasn't yeah. trade and beat; It was, give me what yeah, you can really give yeah. me with that talent.
2: Sa- yes, saying that, that these guys have the talent to be doing so much more than what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But, you say, but what I'm saying is, you say Cleveland Browns and you know what people are going to think when you say Cleveland Browns. But, more people are going to think
1: he called them trash and think, hey, they're... Like if my if if someone came to me and said, "Man, you could be like you really have talent. If you worked a little harder, you could be great." And I look nobody at him and I look at shut nobody, the f up. Nobody what kind uh, of response is that? But nobody but and I take that like you're hating on me. I got to tell you to shut but, the f up. Hey that's man. backwards. I wouldn't. I'd have to say I don't get it if I did that. But what I'm saying is, look, that's
2: not what people are saying. Know what they say? Boo. But, but, we, but we talked about but we talked about why it's boo because I can't sit down with you and say hey Joel okay. let's let's work what I'm saying is maybe if you chose to articulate how you feel with boo so your response was, so the response was shut the F up when brought up with hey you know what I think I've seen the effort that you've given earlier in your career, especially when you first came into the league. You were diving for balls. You were chasing things down. You were, you were physically dominant. And I feel like you just don't display that same effort anymore. And that's caused a, a sense of pers- frustration. If you had, if you had said that to him and he was like, hey, man, shut the F up. That's a problem. You know what? He doesn't get it. But, but that's what I'm saying. But what it, I'm, but saying when, but I'm saying is when you – no, this no. <laughs> When you okay, go, when that might not
1: be what I'm saying, <laughs> but that's the reason for. It. <laughs> if if what I'm saying is the reason for it is because I can't actually say anything. It. So maybe so all I got so maybe, is the booth. So what I'm saying is
2: if it's like it's 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 what I'm saying is maybe it's the translation. There's no, fault no, on no, both here, sides. No, no, here, now hear me out. No, no, no. There's fault Indul- on both sides. Indulge me for two seconds before we all take right. a break, okay? Because maybe the problem is the translation. Because what we hear is, when in reality is, hey, I don't feel like you're displaying the proper effort that you've displayed in the past. And I feel like if you display that effort. That same effort that you've displayed before. Yes, I understand. Nothing that you
1: haven't already proven yourself capable of. Yes,
2: yes. That is the translation. That is the English translation. Like you know you go to the little translation thing on, on Google so we just fixed the yeah, whole yeah, thing. No, when we I'm need saying, a Google uh, translator for the booth. Yeah, no. But what I'm saying is, in that same vein, shh, shut the f up. Might be, hey, bro, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I
1: got you. And it could <laughs> be after you've displayed consistent effort, and that that's still the thing. Okay. I, and 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 that's and that's, the, and that's the kind of the one thing about it is that it's not, You responded in game one, and I I still have to wait to see the situation get addressed. It's like
2: he didn't just you you saying game two wasn't enough either. No, okay. I need I
1: need to okay. see it extended. All right, be, because he's fair, got, fair enough. You because need I've to see seen more. him do it for two three games and okay. then go back to fair fair enough. You fair know, enough. Once that external motivation wears off, fair enough.
2: In my eyes, this is not about to me taking it as far as he needs to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think that's. I, I to, uh, let, let me finish. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that takes it too far. Right. Now, let me ask uh, a question. I want I, you to I, finish, I, but I have I, to ask a question. Just so we're, what what is it that you think I am saying? He needs to get. That's all I want to know.
2: You're you saying he needs to get your point. What He needs to understand exactly what the fans are saying. You think that the boo isn't superficial? No, that the boo that's not to, what I'm saying okay, he needs to get. What does he
1: need to get? What I'm saying he needs to get is that as a pro to be great, you have to give max effort every night. That's what I'm saying he doesn't get yet. Okay. Because his response, because he, his, his response. responses still it's, come short term. He hasn't started thinking long term, big picture. Every night I got to do this. Yeah, okay. I don't. Then that's well, the part. Okay. That's okay. what Fine. I'm saying. I don't and think this he is, gets and, yet. And
2: this is where I disagree with you. And I don't think you're going to change my mind because I don't believe that the that the shush and the f, shut the f up was necessarily a rebuke of that. But it,
1: it, and I w- I wouldn't say it's the shush alone, but more of a combination of. Multiple things I've seen from him okay. at this point, you know, you know, like you take one Antonio Brown incident, he's an eccentric. You take all the ex- Antonio Brown incidents, and he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I take the one shush from MB, eh, whatever. But you take that pattern with how you respond to criticism in the past, and then it shows short term motivation, then it's 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 like a roller coaster up okay. in I'm still seeing more of that, so until I see it consistently, the shush means like whatever.
2: So the problem is then, then the honestly, then the issue is like then to me, then this issue is bigger than the shush, and yeah. the bigger than the and yeah, shut the f up. Then that's to, not what I'm. Then understand that's then, what I'm. Then your beef ain't with these, these people's beef with him. No. I, that's what the, this is why we're having the conversation. We're having. Like, stop like, Then, this, then what I'm saying is this whole he needs to get it. He ne- because you ain't talking about what I'm talking but that's about. That's why. I at, that's why at the stop you asked if you no, knew I what I was saying, say he did. No, but what I'm saying is, look, the <laughs> problem is now. This is the issue that he has with the fan base. The issue that he has with the fan base ain't the issue that he now you know you where, have with
1: him. Now you know where I'm about to go back to, right?
2: Look, man, I understand, but the problem is you can't be <laughs> You can't be. You can't appear on the side if if you're trying to say that most people are idiots. You can't be out here siding with them. You can't be standing close to them. You gotta separate yourself. I'm on man. the side of reason. That's all. What I'm talking about. Reason seems to have dri- driven. You need to understand. You you understand that you're okay. on the side of reason, and there's a whole bunch of idiots behind you, and it just looks like you are all in one pack. <laughs> And it's me and Embiid on the other side <laughs> telling all y'all, "Shh." In my eyes, mm-hmm. they booed. He told them to shut the f up. We move on.
1: Oh, we absolutely move on. We're in the All Star break, but, but the wait, way wait, to move—hold move, hold on, but uh, the way to move on is consistent effort. Okay,
2: all right, that's all. Still a whole, still a, it's still a lot, of, a lot second of season half. left. Yeah, yeah, a lot of season left. Almost thirty, over thirty games.
1: Like, if he, not, I, I think we would agree on this that if he comes out there and gives max effort for the next second half of the season, good game, bad game, whatever, you won't hear another boo.
2: Y'all ain't going to boo Joel beat anymore anyway.
1: <laughs> y'all ain't got your feelings
2: hurt. That man told y'all to shut the F up. He ain't tell, that's the problem. People over there talking about, he can't tell us to
1: shut the F up. I'm like, who's us? Oh that he didn't tell me he didn't tell me anything. I don't care if he resp- like that's the thing. I'm not saying oh he shouldn't say. It. I don't care if he says it, mm-hmm. but it's the situation when you put it all together it seems like yeah, you still don't get that it's about consistency. Mm-hmm. That's but, what I'm saying it see, doesn't seem like he what, gets. That's, see, that's the problem. Your
2: problem is he don't get what you saying. The city's problem is that he ain't getting the booze. And my thing is he didn't have to get the booze. No. He don't that's that's, that's that's the problem. See what you're saying. You don't, your problem is that Embiid don't get you, and the problem, the reason why he doesn't get you, is because you spend your weeks in the basement with me. <laughs> we need to be going to Camden and trying to have this conversation with him.
1: You think they'll let us in?
2: Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. They won't even let us across the bridge. They hear Jonesy and Brown coming. They gonna say five o after us, man. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, Yo, let's take <laughs> let's
0: take a break. <laughs>
2: And we'll come back with more offense, defense, and discourse.
0: You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports.
3: Rampage the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo squad. Aid off like the assassin. Now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Thank you for your blue brain Rover. I told you. Rampage
1: your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13.
3: James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson. New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake suit and yeah, I'm, I'm true. Bad. bad. Mine travels like a schizo with two tabs with do rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
1: When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio.
1: All right, y'all, we are back. We're having a good time today. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna Shut the I- F up.
2: I can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh,
1: like, man. You
2: don't get that. This is a partnership. <laughs> it's Mike Jones and John Brown. Oh, my God. I should trade you.
1: Oh, tra- man in
2: fact, I'm going to trade you for uh, Brian Waters and a, a co-host to be named later No, in fact, no, I'm going I'm to I'm trade you for Ashley Baker
1: That's just rude You, don't, you, you yeah. know, you're a Cowboys fan of
2: oh, You know, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right I gotta think of a better...
1: See, now my feelings are hurt uh,
2: well, well, there, mm. ha ha, get over it <laughs> There uh, no, are no, no feelings in podcast slash online radio. Nobody cares about your feelings. You get paid enough money to, well, really, you don't get paid
1: enough money, but still, get over it. Go to bridge, get over man. it. So, the other thing that's been happening, though, is there's football being played on the weekends.
2: Yes, there is.
1: Are you watching? Yes. We're talking so, about the XFL.
2: I, I will say this. I watched this weekend. It was week number one. I This wasn't week two? No, this was week one. This past week was week one. Week two was coming up. Two weeks ago was the Super Bowl. They didn't start the same weekend as the Super Bowl. No. Nah,
1: it started the week after. Yeah, which was this past week. Oh, weekend. yeah. That was this past week.
2: This past week. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> so i i've been I, working too much my whole I'm losing time
2: i try. you remember the, what was it the american association of football or whatever that
1: that aAF yeah.
2: aAF i felt like when i watched when i watched i felt like I watched a, a bunch of games and never saw a touchdown that's how i felt mm-hmm like I'm watching this, and I'm just watching a whole bunch of three and outs, and it was boring. I'll also say something that I've talked about with you, and I've talked about with other people that my biggest issue with the XFL the first time they did it. Now I understand that you're not a wrestling fan. You're not.
1: You're a I a. Wrestling fan, I like but, wrestling. I actually do. Okay. I just don't talk about that publicly. It's my. It's my secret. Shouldn't be man. Embrace <laughs> it. Dude. It is what it is. But.
2: XFL the first time around was if I if I may dive into some wrestling mm-hmm. vernacular, it was Attitude Era Monday Night Football, or Monday Night Raw it, Football,
1: nah. where I, and and I know it was Vince McMahon, yeah, but I'd actually say it was more Monday Nitro than than even Raw, okay. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this: It was, it was. It was, it was you know how Nitro was yeah. extra over the top. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and it, it, it was like, okay, it's like, I'm a man. I'm a man who likes women. Mm-hmm. I don't mind scantily clad women, but I'm mature enough to understand when it's like, uh, when it's just all in your face. It, it's too far. Yeah, it, it's, it's still a sporting it's, event it's where a, kids are watching. Yeah, you know, and it's like. The thing about attitude era, WWE slash WWF, mm-hmm. where that's when it was TVMA, and you know it was all type, you know it, yeah. it it was just so over the it was over the top, violent. It was over the top with the, stories, the story storylines uh, and sexuality. So you know you you, you like cheerleaders are sexy, mm-hmm. and cheerleaders are sexy and whatever they have, you know, like you could watch a cheerleader in a sweatsuit. And they'll still be sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, when those, when those sweatsuits in XFL football.
3: Ooh.
2: But but nonetheless, it was like it was so it was so much hype, so much glitz and glamour, all the pyro. And when it came down to it, when it finally came down to actually watch football, it was really bad football. It was like all the pyro, you know, everything about, you know, so over the top, oh, my God, it's football. It's everything that you love about football, except the quality of football that you're watching. And to me, I felt like this weekend in the XFL, they addressed what was my biggest concern. Whereas the level of play might not have been a lot better but it was more watchable because it wasn't so over the top with all the extras you're watching the football and you're seeing quarterbacks miss throws that any NFL quarterback would make. Mm -hmm. You're watching receivers drop passes that any NFL receiver would make. You're watching running backs, not bounce off blocks and not hit holes the way an NFL running back would bounce off blocks and hit holes. It was still football. Like it wasn't all completely bad. Now for me, I will say the lack of a team in Philadelphia worked worked against it. So I'm sitting there looking at these other other.
1: You have no personal interest. Yeah, I have like no, pers- no, no rooting interest yeah. in
2: it. So I'm looking for you know like an angle to get around. And I know uh, the Houston team you can of,
1: always root against Dallas.
2: Yeah, you can always root against Dallas. Uh, the Houston team has uh, P.J. Walker. Okay. From Temple, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, boom, name I'm familiar with. Let me and second play from scrimmage, he throws a, a beautiful long bomb for a touchdown. So I'm like, okay, all right, you got me. I'm 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 in. Like the first uh, d- watched didn't watch the first game very closely. Oh, I think it was like D.C. versus New York or something, or I I can't remember Seattle or something.
1: No, hey, you know what. I'm glad you're in, cause you're I- out. I- I'm I'm glad you're watching. Yeah, it's football. It's not, and I'm out. Really? I'm I'm out. Did you try right. to watch, or you just like I've, you know what? I can't even try. I've watched. I watched about twenty minutes. Okay. That's not twenty minutes of game time. It's twenty minutes of actual time. I watched about twenty minutes, <laughs> in- okay, including commercials. Are you that's that. witty. Because here's the thing, like. College, watching college football it doesn't feel like i'm watching mm. the b league mm. or jv well i'm just watching kids okay because i'm not going to watch uh apple tree state play s- southwestern north dakota university and so. In the Division Three Bowl, why, why, I'm not I, watching that game. Why are you
2: going in on Apple Tree State, man? You got a good, <laughs> good fan base, fan, people who love us. There, there goes our, there goes our satellite show from
1: right. Apple Tree State. But like, I'm not watching that game. I'm watching mm. Alabama, Auburn, like the big boys. Where, yeah. you know, it's still the kids that are that are never going to make it. But mixed in, you've got you the got next stars. Group, the yeah. next group yeah. of the best. You get to watch yeah. them develop. That's the intrigue of college sports to me is watching the next group of stars develop. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they're doing it at a level that's fair competition for them rather than being against grown men in the league that are just going to beat up on them and destroy their confidence. So that's college sports for me. By the time they get to the XFL, you're grown men. Watching grown men play is like, uh, what am I looking at here? This is B-League. I, oh, I, mean, I, I see the, what you're the, saying. These yeah. are the, like, let me think about it. You're watching an NFL game, right? Backup quarterback comes in. Significant drop in play usually. Mm. These are the guys who weren't good enough to get NFL backup jobs. The These are the guys who didn't, who practice squad guys. They, these aren't the guys who dress on Sunday. If they dressed on Sunday, they wouldn't be in the NFL. I mean, the, excuse me, the XFL. The, so, and when you, and that's the thing. It's, it's most pronounced at the quarterback position because those progressions come slower. Those throws are a little less accurate. Your timing's a little bit off. And it always usually traces back to the quarterback. So until you can fix that part of it for me, I'm out.
2: Now, I understand because I feel like this goes into a lot of debates you and I have had because I'll watch Apple Tree State versus Southwest South Dakota State (laughs) if it's on Mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm not making it primary TV watching but if I'm flicking through channels and I got a choice between one of the ten million different law and orders, or Chicago made, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, all YouTube's of old Mike
1: tapers up, like. Oh, 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 look! I could
2: always watch old Mike tape. I said, no, wait wait, 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 which which Mike? Tyson, Jordan, Jordan Jackson, anyone? X, okay, pick one. All right. I I will watch that. I don't mind, and I and I watch it with full understanding. Okay, you know when this game is over, these. Whoever I watched mm-hmm. will be erased from my memory banks forever. Like, you know, I can watch it and be entertained.
1: I thought... I'll be watching... If I'm if I'm watching Apple Tree State, right, mm-hmm. I'm watching that game, and I'm honestly sitting there thinking, oh, man, I wish I was still in shape. I would get his kid to business. See, That's what's going on I, in my head got, watching Apple Tree State.
2: I, see, here... You and, know and what I'm thinking? Uh, I'm like, man, I wonder if I got any more... What if I drank all the cold, uh, cold forty fives in the fridge?
1: Like, like I'm, that, like, that's that's I'm, really, I'm thinking, like I'm really, like I'm mad about it. I,
2: like, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I'm done that, you know.
1: And, and 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 I still got a little bit of that left in oh, me. Like, that, that, that's all gone for me. Like, give me three months, I could be in shape. No, I'm, I'm jaded
2: anybody. I'm, 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 no, but well, if that is the case, how come you still watch the big three though? You know those dudes are done. they
1: but they're washed up old heads. It's
2: so different. So if there was so if the XFL had a whole bunch of old heads that he played. So if it was like Ray Lewis and
1: yeah. and, and Tony Sir, no, I don't want be, be, to because at that point it doesn't feel like the B League. Mm-hmm. It feels like a retirement league. <laughs> I don't. <wanna> so <laughs> a, it's it's a it's it's not you're not taking it like serious competition. It's oh. just out there for fun, mm-hmm. the, which is like like th- like it or not. The big three, nobody's taking it like. Whoever won the oh, we're the champs. We're about to, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. We're trying to get to the league. We're about to, oh, these are know, dudes I mean, who had their day. They, now we're just having fun. I mean, fun. there's still
2: a couple of young, you know, young guys trying to trying to make it. Maybe. Bounce around, don't want to go back overseas. And, uh... a,
1: a couple, but that's not mostly who's carrying that yeah. league. It's just okay. Steven Jackson's yeah. and the personalities you're already familiar okay. with. And I know what you had in you. And now you're just out here having fun. You can, okay. still, you can still shoot the J. I will watch and, it. And the big three for me is that thing like when it's on, Like oh, I'll put it on the TV and I'm walking around doing errands mm-hmm. and yeah. doing everything else. But I'm not sitting there in intent on. Breaking I, down tape, well, like oh, you see the crossover movie game. the backdoor well, pick there. Uh, draw I, well, I'm not. I'm not into the big three like that. I, I, yeah. It's well, casual entertainment.
2: That that I understand. And like I said, I'm not like to me. This is that period because it seems like you know the NBA is now seeing they're they're putting their eggs in this Saturday primetime game
3: mm-hmm.
2: where back in the day, you know, as soon as football season was over. You was gonna get that prom. You was gonna get that, that double, Sunday, that Sunday a, a double double-header. header. Yeah, and I and I'm not sure. Where, you know where where that's going. You know if that if that comes back
1: because because NBA now they want every night. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: When it was when it was back Tuesday in the
1: day, TNT, Wednesday ESPN, Thursday Wednesday, TNT, TNT, Friday right. ESPN, first of all, it's Saturday Mon- ABC. First of all,
2: it, it was it's Monday NBA TV.
1: Oh yeah, Monday I Monday, M- Monday NBA, NBA TV. TV.
2: Then Tuesday TNT, mm-hmm. then Wednesday ES- ESPN, ESPN, Thursday,
1: Thursday TNT, Friday ESPN, Saturday TNT. ABC. And it, and then Sunday, Sunday, whatever. Get a Sunday game occasionally, maybe a you...
2: Sunday night. But it was like, but to me now, it's like, okay. and then
1: all your local broadcasts, regional. Like, and, and the
2: thing was, it's like you, like usually Sunday, as far as college basketball, it's like women's college basketball. I I don't watch a lot of women's college basketball. I'm sorry, you know. Aside from, you know, the top schools, you know, mm-hmm. UConn or whoever's, you know. South Carolina because Dawn Staley's the coach. Uh,
1: the top teams you'll yeah. watch. It's yeah, yeah, good basketball. Yeah.
2: But, you know, now you're what It's like you talk about you didn't want to watch Apple Tree State versus Southwest Dakota State in Division three football. What makes you think I'm going to watch Apple Tree State versus Southwest Dakota State in women's college basketball? Oh, I'm not. Yeah. What I'm saying is. I It's the, same, I need, it's the I, same thing. I'm checked out. Yeah. I need something to watch on Sunday. So give me that one men's college basketball they give you at noon, mm-hmm. and then an XFL doubleheader. I'll I'll figure it out. I got a starting spot. I got something to fall back on.
1: Yeah, I got old mic tapes and laundry to right. do.
2: Look, I, you see how you're in my basement right now. Mm-hmm. You see that door, the second door in the, right 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 behind you. That second that's the laundry room. Hmm. I. I ain't watching no an old Mike
1: First of all I can't. You're depriving yourself If you won't watch the I've watched Mike, them so all Watch them again I've watched you them all You think I haven't watched them all
2: I, I've watched this, them like, all You know me right uh, uh, Do uh, you real,
1: really think I haven't watched them all
2: Real funny story real quick Because I know we're about To get on out of here Watching an old Mike game Call my son downstairs My son's now 17 He was probably about 5 or 6 at the time mm-hmm. Call him downstairs Say, hey man I'm watching Michael Jordan You wanna watch Michael Jordan with me you know what he asked me? This is a serious question. Do you want to know what he asked me? What was that? Where's Bugs Bunny? Wait, wait, what it? I'm watching a Michael Jordan game. In fact, it was the game with the shot. It was, it was the playoff game against Cleveland. It was on ESPN Classic. My son was five years old. Came downstairs, said, hey, I'm watching Michael Jordan. Want to watch Michael Jordan with me? He asks me, where's Bugs Bunny? You want to know what I did? Went upstairs and I took that Space Jam uh, DVD out of his bedroom. I think he might have just found it recently. Stop looking at me like I'm a failure as a parent.
1: I don't, I don't blame you for this, John. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not your fault. It's
2: not my fault.
1: It's the world we live in. It is the world we live in. Like, like, they really don't think basketball was played before 1998. No. Michael Jordan was a wizard. That's that's, that's oh, what they think.
2: They, they think Michael Jordan was a Toon Squad player. They thought he was a star of the Toon Squad.
1: <laughs> he was an actor in children's movies. Yes. That's who Michael Jordan was. Yes. I- He's
2: a guy who still wears boot cut jeans with a really bad mustache who hangs out at uh, Charlotte uh, Hornets games. That's who
1: Michael Jordan is. And he tucks in his polo. <laughs>
2: he, t- he tucks in his polos in his boot cut jeans with dress shoes. hmm. And he. It looks like he cuts his own mustache.
1: Absolutely, not who Michael Jordan. And
2: then you tell, then you try to tell, you try to tell kids that guy right there with the boot cut jeans, with the tucked in polo, with some dress shoes, with a really bad cut mustache, was the greatest basketball player of all time. <sighs> and ladies that, and gentlemen, and, that, I, and that's how the Kobe and LeBron.
1: I, I, I truly hope you enjoyed listening and being with us this week. Most of it was fun, up until the last five minutes. Now I have to go sit in my car and cry for for the children in the future.
2: If you want to offer any uh any advice for the children, hit us up on Twitter. O underscore D underscore Discourse. Remember, you can download this podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, what else? Apple, Apple Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Just search "Best in the World Sports." My name is Brown. I triumphantly declared that the Kansas City Chiefs would win the Super Bowl. On the other side of the table is my good friend Jonesy.
1: I got beat by Kyle Sheridan. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So you take all these L's to your car, and you head on home, buddy. (laughs) You think about them, and you come back next week, and we'll have some more conversation. I want you to watch some XFL football this weekend. Boo... Shut the F (laughs) up. And watch some XFL, and watch the All-Star game, if if you want to. Do do you watch much of the All-Star game? I I do watch All-Star
1: weekend. Mm. And I can enjoy all... For me, as far as all-star games go, basketball is the one sport where an all-star game is fun. Mm -hmm. At that point, with that level of skill on the court, you have a rare opportunity to see guys truly pull everything out of their bag of tricks. Mm -hmm. Some people may not necessarily realize that, Having better players on the court with you allows you to do more. It gives you more space. Plus, I can make reads and decisions that I can't make with less good players. I can throw a pass that he can catch. Like, if if your receivers are Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss and Jerry Rice, I can throw passes that I couldn't throw if my receivers were Nelson Aguilar, Greg Ward Jr., and... Some dude named Davis. <laughs> I just do it.
2: I just do it. What about like uh, dunk contest, three point contest? You watch any of that, or you you good?
1: Three point contest, I still like. Mm-hmm. Dunk contest, I watch, but af- you can check you can check out after the first round if yeah. guys aren't really giving you the creativity you yeah. need. Yeah. But I'll watch it. Yeah. What about that? Uh, the Rising Stars Challenge. And- mm, depends on what I'm doing at the time. It's not like. High on my list of things, but mm. I'll watch it. Okay. But if, in my opinion, NBA has has the best. best all, yeah, the best. I always weekend. think yeah. like
2: it's better when it's in a good city, like it's in Chicago. Mm. Chicago you know, it's, a, it's cold this
1: time yes. of year mm. in Chicago, but, but, but it's I'll a good city.
2: Me. Yeah, when it's in play, like 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 Denver,
1: I'm I'm good. No, Denver's not a bad city. Uh, mm. I could do Denver. Now, if you were like say. Utah, that might yeah. not be as fun. Yeah,
2: like you know, Atlanta, that'd be hot.
1: Yeah,
2: that'd, that'd be a good time. Maybe Brooklyn, L.A., things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe not Sacramento, but it, Oakland. Exactly, but, but Oakland, I could do Oakland, mm-hmm. San Oakland, Francisco. Now. Oakland, yeah, Oakland's gonna be broke. True, true, true. <laughs> All right, speaking of broke, uh, that—that's me this weekend. It's this, this Valentine's Day weekend. And he's oh uh, God! I, ho- I hope he's not walking away because I just reminded him and he forgot. But anyway, <laughs> yo, don't spend all your money. It's offense, defense, and discourse. My name is Brown. That's Jonesy, Mike Jones. Who? Back then, didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, so we'll, we'll, what about now?
1: I'm broke already, so. Oh, goodness.
2: We'll talk to you guys next week.
0: You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash BITW sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. The proceeding was a production of the Lance J. Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J. Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio.